The type of bomb used in at least one of the Boston attacks is one that many recent vets are all too familiar with. It was fashioned out of a pressure cooker. The devices are common in kitchens around the world, and instructions for turning them into bombs are distressingly easy to find. But the world's Alex Galifant, for one, hopes that their misuse as devices to wound and kill won't obscure their value for bringing people together. There is something particularly pernicious about repurposing a cooking pot as a bomb, putting a tool for food to such obscene ends. Could there be two objects in starker opposition? So let's reclaim the pressure cooker, an object that, frankly, many American kitchens have long forgotten. My friend Andrea hadn't seen one here, for instance. Never. I don't think I've ever seen one until I was in India. Andrea, journalist Andrea Wenzel, first used a pressure cooker while she was working in Hyderabad in India. She stayed with a family there, learning to make local dishes with one. And the woman was an amazing cook. In fact, the pressure cooker is common throughout South Asia. Not hard to see why it cooks food quickly and efficiently. You want to cook some chickpeas, you know, a normal thing. It'll take forever. In the pressure cooker, it's much faster, and probably takes less gas that way. Also, when you're you know, cooking on a stove. Later, Andrea moved to Afghanistan, and the pressure cooker was ubiquitous in kitchens there too. It led to new dishes, new friendships, and new insights. In fact, Andrea Wenzel came to see food in general as a means to resolve conflict between a family or between villages. I mean, if there's an accident and someone's injured or worse, you know, someone might show up at your front door with a sheep and a bag of rice and you know, ask for forgiveness. It's not entirely as simple as that, she adds. In such situations, the food is paired with nuanced negotiation too, but the food anchors the diplomacy. I asked Paul Rockauer about that idea. He's a food lover with a master's in public diplomacy, and he's researched some of the ways entire countries have used food to extend themselves around the world. Rockauer calls the field gastro diplomacy. No antacids required. The first country to really conduct gastro diplomacy was Thailand. They had a, a program called the Global Thai Program, which they introduced in 2003, which was meant to expand the number of Thai restaurants around the globe. And they gave soft loan money to, to help promote the restaurants, and they、um, made access to Thai ingredients more available for Thai chefs. And basically, they decided that the best way that they could communicate their culture was by using their food in the restaurants as forward cultural outposts. South Korea has had a gastro diplomatic program too, says Rockauer. In part to distinguish Korean culture from that of Japan, they even supported a program called the Bibimbap Backpackers. This、uh, group of Koreans who were traveling around making the Korean dish bibimbap for all the people they met along the way. Peru, Taiwan, all sorts of countries have been getting in on gastro diplomacy, including, as of last fall, the United States. The State Department launched a diplomatic culinary partnership, which connects chefs from around the world with people in the industry over here. Then Secretary of State Hillary Clinton introduced the initiative. Now, food isn't traditionally thought of as a diplomatic tool, but I think it's the oldest diplomatic tool. Certainly, some of the most meaningful conversations I've had with my counterparts around the world have taken place over breakfasts, lunches, and dinners. All of this is to say, making food connects people, and that includes the pressure cooker, a tool for food that, after the events in Boston. Deserves to be rehabilitated in Google searches and in kitchens as quickly as possible. Take a look at product reviews on YouTube, for instance, where in a country famed for its pressure cookers, an excitable German offers praise for the device.、Um, I've been using this baby like for quite some while. 
Um, it's easy to use. <laughs> I like to, to cook soups with it, make very soft meat. You can imagine how it easy it is to make with this pressure cooker. Some soft and meat, if you still need convincing, consider the pressure cooker's patriotic pedigree. During the Second World War, aluminum was regulated, and so the manufacture of new pressure cookers was limited. But with fuel and food shortages, the cookers became less of a convenience and more of a necessity. So those Americans who did have pressure cookers shared them with their neighbors. Together, they made the best of hard times. For the world, I'm Alex Galifant.